Welcome, people of the internet. This is Geek Rating Review, where we talk about everything geek culture and geek related. My name is Jean Marc, and I talk. My name's Nick. We talk about food, too. I was born on Jean Marc because I'm his lowest brother, David. I just say record, by the way. I think we should just start. <laughs> I know what we should talk about, actually. I, for some reason, well, not for some reason, thanks to Sean, Jacob, and Wade, I have started playing. Grand Theft Auto 5 and mm -hmm. I have not stayed up to game that all night since I was like in college maybe maybe once or twice but since moving to Austin whew, yeah I love that game it's really fun remember when I told you it was free and you made fun of me it wasn't free it was free on for PC dude yeah I don't have a I don't I'm not can't use my Mac to play PC games, unless it was free on a on an Apple store. It was on a launcher. It's Epic Store. Epic game. Okay, I'm going to bring it up. Do you think it's too early to talk about PS5? Or should we wait yes. until the reveal? Well, there we don't have any games. Yeah, but we don't have any games. Well, we know some games. We have speculation of games. I don't, yeah. There's not... The only game we know about is Dodgeball. We don't know anything about it. Right. What about Cyberpunk? What about... Sosis and Sema and, and the other That's one. That's all PS4 stuff. That's all I'm just ports. getting Sushi Maso and yeah. I don't want to talk about ports. I want to talk about titles. Yeah, mm -hmm. new stuff. Silent Hill speculated? Mm. Konami doesn't know how to make video games anymore. So I, I thought they it. gave it to Sony, though. It's their, cool. it's their IP, so yeah. yeah, we'll see. Nobody got nothing to talk about? Uh, I, I don't, man, I haven't really been playing too much. Work's kind of been kicking me in the butt. Trials of Man is really good. Oh yeah, is that turn based? No, it's like an action. Oh, oh, better than Final Fantasy VII. Better than Final Fantasy VII. Way Remake, yeah. I uh, I actually booted up my Xbox 360, mm -hmm. looked through my downloaded games, and I started playing Eternal Sonata. Hell yeah. yeah! That's some JRP JRPG ass stuff. Right yeah, there. it is. The gameplay is my favorite part. Like grind, yeah. it's a grind heavy game too, which I love. And I love the combat. It's like my favorite thing. And the evolution of combat. And the only thing I have to say negatively about that game is I don't really like the story. <laughs> the historical yeah they're showing yeah. actual pictures of like france and spain and i'm like well, I, it just seemed like they got an intern to run out and take pictures real quick because none of the yeah. pictures look good have either of you played this game i have played this game oh um i mean, I, I used to i would like for you know the, the first three years of the 360 i was like super starved for, for oh, rpgs yeah because like blue dragon was cool it's it was like it's super basic. Everybody wanted like the next big JRPG to land on the 360 because it was at the time it was killing in the console war. Yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah, that was one of the ones. Like I was still playing a lot of PS2. It, it reminded me a lot of uh, Rogue, Rogue Galaxy for PS2. I've never played Rogue Galaxy. I have it on PS4. It's it's part of the the PS2 Classics collection. Ooh, it's like. I, I want to say it's like eight ninety nine. How is it like Eternal Sonata though? The art style is very similar. Besides, like the the historical aspect to it, it's it's basically like a space cowboy game. Oh, 
okay. It's kind of a cowboy bebop, like, oh. like fantasy type thing. And they never got a sequel to that? I don't think so. No. Yeah, I might actually play that one. I've been playing a lot of, I mean, other than GTA Five, I've been playing all like more older games, like Techno Kitty Adventure and just yeah. good solid games like that. We've been watching a lot of TV. I have, but been, I want to know what David's been playing. Yeah, I want to know what David's been playing. Too. I took all the games I was playing before, and I stopped. And I turned around, and I'm playing Fire Emblem. Wow. One thing here, that's my favorite game, uh, Path of Radiance, not the, not the Switch one. Yeah. I'm playing on hard mode, and it's, for me, it's not that hard. It's enjoyable. Wow, super interesting, David. Cool. Hey! That's all, yeah, that's all you were playing? No, I just got uh, Zombie Army for Dead War. That oh. game's actually pretty fun. I like it. What? What is that? It's, like what kind of game it's is it? It's a Nazi zombie shooter game. It's like a mix between Left 4 Dead and a few other things. And Nazi zombies on Call of Duty. It's first, first yeah, so you, you have upgrades that you can upgrade your guns and stuff. And then you have perks that you unlock more powerful versions of the perks by doing certain challenges. But it's like it's a an FPS, mode. It's an FPS though? It's a third person shooter. Oh, okay. There's the campaign, and I think you have to play through the campaign first, and then there's a horde mode that's more like Nazi zombies where you have to fight waves off. And they do have zombies and other stuff, too, so it's a cool game. Yeah, that's the that's the that's from the Zombie Army trilogy that came out? Mm-hmm. And it was made by the people who did Sniper Elite 4, so mm. there are sniping mechanics in it. Okay. That's really fun and satisfying because you get... You can shoot them, and you, it does, like, a slow-mo through their head, through their heart. <laughs> and then they have one where you can slow-mo shoot them in the testicles, which is pretty great. That's pretty yeah. uh, unnecessary for a zombie game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting, I see. Their, their organs look called decayed and stuff, too, when you slow-mo shoot them. Uh, I picked up some budget titles on the Switch. They've been having some sales going on. I got it's a kind of a tactical JRPG. It's a Regalia. It's like three dollars and fifty cents, like ninety something percent off. Okay. I don't know. I didn't play it. Yet. Oh, okay. See the crazy GameStop sale that's going on right now. I saw one the other day. It was for Xbox One. It was Resident Evil Remake Four, Five, Six, Seven for twenty five bucks. Which is nice. Wow. I didn't have all of those games. <laughs> and I, I figured y'all didn't have Xbox at the time. I never brought it up. But I did no, it. I got this rid of weekend, mine. for Memorial Day weekend, they're doing buy two, get one three on anything except digital games. And first party Switch new games. Yeah, so no buy way. Two, get one three on any new games. Ooh. Unless it's like Mario Kart or Super Smash Brothers or something like that. But yeah. if you find a used copy of it, that counts. I do not have Mario Kart or Mario Odyssey yet. You need both of those. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, every time. Whoops. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, oh, it's the symphony of the light level up. So. I, uh, I stopped playing Animal Crossing. Me too. I'm not playing it until next month when I get new butterflies, new bugs, new fish. <laughs> so we all stopped um, playing it. Yeah, um, yeah. My I mean, Grace is playing it right now, but I need like I, I want something else. I, I need I need new stuff to do. Games are really good, man. 
It's just, there's no progression past getting it, like your house done. And even my village, I want, I was like, I wanted four stars. I got four stars. Like, I want to get every, my, every room in my house. I got it all. I'm like, now what? Like, I got my house designed the way I want it. There's nothing <laughs> left to upgrade, really. And there's nothing really pushing me forward. You know what I mean? Like, I wish your house was almost, I hate to say I wish it was almost, like, endlessly upgradable. Like, the basement could have rooms, or, like, there's something else you could do that could push you forward, but I don't know. I don't That's what I was kind of afraid of. I just caught myself grinding, and I'm like, what am I doing this for? Like, when the bug guy came, <laughs> I gave him, like, I've been hoarding bugs, and when the bug guy came, I gave him all my bugs, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I just did that. And I, I had enough to, I still have $2 million to owe on my on my house or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, but I'm good. Yeah, see, I don't have to pay that yeah, back. I have, like all my loans, all my loans are paid off. I have like 4 million in the bank. Wow. Um, I have like 70 or 80 fish in my storage for when CJ shows up. Yeah. <laughs> I hoard bugs. I hoard yeah. the expensive bugs. I have everything in my museum, like all the bugs, all the fish. And I'm trying to do all the fossils. But, like, the actual gameplay arc that brings me joy is catching fish and catching bugs. Mm. And I've caught them all, so I'm just waiting for more. But, the, like, the thing that's keeping Casey going is she doesn't like her neighbors, so she's trying to get new neighbors. Trying to get the ones off that she's got and get new ones in. Mm. And breeding, breeding rare flowers. Oh, yeah, my wife's been doing that, too. We bought the companion book, too. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's that's way. Cool. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, between in our house, there's between me, my wife, and my daughter, we've probably put a thousand hours into the game. Wow. Worth the 60 bucks? 120. We bought two copies. Oh, um, that's right. And two switches and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wish there was, like, the reason I kind of wanted City Folk to be expanded upon is, like, I wish there was more places you could go to. Yeah. Like there's more, and there is like exotic islands, or there was something else for you to work on in your island, even. Like they need like one or two more elements. I don't, I don't know, man. I think it's it's a slow life game, so I don't think it needs to be any more complicated than it is. It's I'm, a it's a superb experience at its core, but. For people like us who who like the grind, jeez, David. People yeah, like us right. who like the who like the grind and who like to like throw ourselves into into video games like this. It's like, yeah, we're gonna run out of stuff just because of how how we approached it. Yeah, but like that's how we game, though. They're not. I don't know because I think everybody's gonna hit a wall with this game. Eventually, yeah, but it's not the kind of game that it's not like the looter shooters. It's not like the, the MMO lights where it's the only thing you play. It shouldn't be the only thing you play. It should be the thing that you come in, you tidy up, you do your things for your like your daily tasks or whatever, and then you move on to something else. Okay, but this but this game is telling me to enjoy retirement, and I don't want to. I want <laughs> I want more out of my life. I don't want to just cut, yeah. I don't want to just cut grass and sit around my house and, and chat with my neighbors every day. I need so, okay, more. What you should do is what you do is you you do a task, 
in Animal Crossing, and then you go to your home menu, and then you play Stardew Valley. Oh, yeah. I almost said I wish this game had dungeons in it. <laughs> that would give it something to do. But then that just makes me think of, like, Dark Cloud and how we need a Dark Cloud 3. Um, for sure. I know. I almost bought it, like, three times. I was like... It's like... It's, it's one of those games that's always, like, eight ninety nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it runs on the PS4, though. Through yeah, PS Now? Do what? Through PS Now, digitally. No, no, no. Like, it's... Oh, so I have Psychonauts on PS4, and it runs like crap. Oh. Uh, no, I play, I play Dark Cloud 2 and beat it on PS4. It runs great. Oh, I didn't know you played well, it. You beat it? When did this happen? Like, three years ago? Ooh. What? Wow. <laughs> we'll <be> about it. <laughs> Where's your head when I lived in Austin? Oh. Did you grind out the weapons and stuff? Like we did before? Like, get the... I, hit him, I got it to where they were... At, for the main character, I got his to the max. Okay. Oh, crazy. Pretty close. Yeah. No, no. Once that town, like finish that town, and then I like grinding the weapon. No, I don't remember if it was Dark Cloud one or two, but there was one town where I could not get it a hundred percent, and I don't remember which one it was. And I tried everything. And I don't remember which one it was, but like I just could not get it a hundred percent. I'm like, I'm reading it, like the description of like what this one person wants, and they like wanted to be near water or something, and there's something else, and I'm like, it's there, it's right there. Like I, I just, I don't know, maybe I just need to play it again. I did a hundred percent on every other town except for one of them. Do y'all remember the game on Super Nintendo Soul Blazer? Nope. Nope. It's like a proto Dark Cloud. It's okay. Kind of a Zelda clone with the town building elements mm-hmm. to uncover the mystery. But the, the Gaia series, Illusion of Gaia, and I, I think it's the first game in the Gaia series. Don't quote me on that, though. No. I'm pretty sure it's an Enix, it's an Enix game. Quote Nick on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I, don't, I used to have it, but I, yeah, it was an Enix game. Very, very fun. It's part of the Gaia series. So like the like quintet like illusion of Gaia and Terra Enigma. I don't know if you ever heard that one. It never came know. out here. I didn't even know there was a Gaia series. Yeah, oh. Terra okay. Enigma sounds like a horror game. Yeah. No. If you ever want to like fire up an emulator, uh, <laughs> not that I would hear that, but yeah. If you ever consider it, play Terra Enigma. It's awesome. And Soul Blazer because that game's great. Mm. But it, it just reminded me like. Soul Blazer is the like a proto Dark Cloud where it, like town building and dungeon action RPG ish. Very fun. So are we all three getting Last of Us? I never be the first one. Dang it, David. Uh, yeah, I forgot how. Yeah, um, I'm getting it. I'm more excited for Ghost of Tsushima though. I am very excited for it after watching the the trailer. I don't like the whole oh a Japanese Assassin's Creed. I think. Just because a game similar doesn't mean it's that. Well, like, not every game that is a hack and slash RPG is a soul like. Okay, well, the but reason they say that is because when you walk near an enemy, there's this indicator bar that goes around your character. That's exactly from Assassin's Creed. Like, well, I'm playing... I don't know because I don't play Assassin's Creed. Well, that, yeah, so you, so you would be all new and great. But I'm like, hey, that's just like an Odyssey, which I've been, you know, played the poop out of. Like It kind of looks like Tenchu, but... yeah more fluid and dynamic. Mm-hmm. So 
screw Assassin's Creed. It's like a an, an evolution of Tenchu stuff Assassins, which yeah, Tenchu two is like one of my favorite PS one games ever. Yeah, we had Tenchu two for a long time. Oh, I God. think I borrowed it from y'all. We, Such a great uh, game. I spent so long in the level creators on Tenchu two. Like I got. Lost. I love the like. Remember when like almost every game had two campaigns back then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happened to that? Oh, I miss that a little bit. You know, I guess Resident <laughs> Evil's kind of doing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they've always kind of done that. Yeah, I don't but know. I, I do remember like the Ricky the Ricky Maru campaign was a lot better mm-hmm. than the other one, but they were both fun. Yeah, I just I, want to see how that Ghost of Tsushima like boss fight would have played out. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to be like a Tekken fight. Are y'all gonna Are y'all gonna play it with in Japanese or in English? I am absolutely play it in Japanese. Oh, me too. I I, I want to play it in Japanese because I watch almost every anime in Japanese. But yeah, I like being able to play video games and doing other things at the same time. Yeah, it looks like a chorus. Like I want to play a chorus album. So you're doing black and white so, as well. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just such a beautiful game. I'd feel bad turning those colors off. Like, I want to yeah, see no. that. Well, but the Kurosawa films, even in black and white, are beautiful. Oh, like, yeah. Yojimbo is such an awesome movie stylistically. Yeah. Without color. And I know you gave me, like, Thief, and I'm, I'm more okay with stealth. I think I'm just going to play it as a samurai, though. I think I want to go in and just... I don't think I want to play it like it's the stealth way or whatever. Yeah, I'm I just like hopefully it's not like like Deus Ex where it it funnels you to play one way or the other, where you have the freedom to choose, like Metal Gear, like Phantom Pain, where you don't have to be sneaky sneaky. You can yeah. be bazookas and airstrikes. Yeah. Wow, that's another game I need to play. <laughs> you never played Metal Gear Five? And I played every other Metal Gear just about. Wait, you. You've not that you've not beat it, you just never played it. I never played it, no. Oh, yeah, it's my, one of my favorite it, games of all time. time. No, I have so much anticipation for that game. I just, I'm like putting it in a box. I'm like, I gotta beat these other games first so I can give that game all the time it deserves. And it just that was a contender for game of the decade for me, man. Yeah, I know, I know that's why I haven't heard of it because I'm just, I'm so anticipatory. Yet again, not a fan of stealth. That's the game that like switched me to really love stealth games. Hmm. Was Metal Gear Five, because I was like crawling on the ground and like doing all kind of crazy stuff. And man, it was such a good game. I started playing it, and then someone stole my PSP. Oh, you don't have that that collection? I do actually. I do have it. Yeah, played on PS3, man. Mm. Oh wait, did I? I might have gave it to you on three. I had it on 360. You might have it on there. No, oh, that's true. That's true. I do have the PS3 version also, so I have both now. Well, what's I'm pretty sure I had it. What's interesting that we talk about open world games. I got, like I said, I got super addicted to Grand Theft Auto, and it's like <laughs> I was shocked by how much I love the game, even though I'm not a huge fan of the content. Like I'm not like, yeah, I want to be a gangster. You know, it's like this is like incidental. <laughs> You know, and, and like I liked, but I was comparing that game because I had just played a ton of Odyssey, and then I played GTA, and I'm like, why do I love this game so much? I don't really like the main characters, and then I realized it's because of the way the world is built. 
And it's this sense of scale you get from being in a GTA game. Like, they're very good at, like... And it's more about the world to me than, like, the gameplay or anything else. Because the gameplay in GTA is never great. But I was like, if you compare this to an Ubisoft game, open world game, they're better at, like, if you walk up to a building, you're like, wow, that is a tall building. But then when I'm in Odyssey and I walk up to, like, a huge statue, I'm like, I'm just going to climb it. Like, I don't know. It just yeah. it takes away from, like... The scale and like the, I just even think the art direction in GTA is better than a, like Ubisoft in a way. There, where it's like, even though Odyssey's beautiful and you'll be walking through fields of grain and like, you're like, wow, this is great. But something about GTA, it just sucks you in. And I, I don't know, I don't know, it's hard to explain. It just does it better than other open world games that I've played. I played a bunch recently. Yeah. I get it. Like, I played Rush, like the last. I think we talked about the last Ubisoft game I really played was Watch Dogs. Yeah. And that game sucks because <laughs> A, the driving is terrible. Yeah. And B, like, you, you get these mission blocks where it's like, okay, infiltrate a building. Use your tool set. Like, every building looks the same. Like, yeah. You got to go in this office building, fight generic bad guys, and then you got to infiltrate this warehouse generic bad guys and it's like it's so just bland from what i've seen with gta 5 it's like it doesn't suffer from that because it feels like they designed the world first yeah and then stuck the stuck the characters into it that's one of the reasons i love red dead redemption that's because the world's so great like every town is different every town's unique and like even in between there, like the art direction for all of that is really good. I per, I actually think I prefer GTA Five now that I'm playing it because you don't have the dumb minutia to worry about of like, oh, let me clean my gun. Oh, let me, you know, whatever. Yeah, I just, man, their world building's really good and just the amount of stuff you can do in there. And I played online, uh, which was fun. Uh, somebody griefed me because uh, I accidentally ran into their car. And then they got out of their car to shoot me, and I beat them up because I put my stats into fighting. And they got mad and just kept like shooting me <laughs> over and over again. I played with Sean Jacob Wade, and it's fun. It's a fun little game. Online's fun. We haven't done any heists yet. You need four players to do that, which I'm looking forward to. I'll say about. I'm happy for you. Thanks, David. At least I'm not playing the same game for the twelfth time. You know, at least I. At least I try different things. I'm playing Zombie Dead War 4. Ugh. He did. He said that. Basic gamer. I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> like, I, I installed Zombie Young Bloods. What? Um, huh? What, what's Young Bloods? Wolfenstein. Oh. oh. I've heard oh, bad things. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard things. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I read, like, reviews about games with female protagonists, and it's like, like, what do you want them to do? Like, it's two chicks that are badasses, and uh, their, their boobies aren't out. Like, every time it's like, well, this is this is this game, but with a girl. Like, I've read four or five reviews where it's just like, oh, it's just, like, feminism, like, rearing its ugly head. Like, it made this game just because, like, they were pressured to make a Wolfenstein game with female protagonists. Like, man, if it's more Wolfenstein, I don't care who freaking is pulling the trigger. Yeah. But I, I heard more of the problems were with 
you know, the co-op. And if anything about the main characters is that they were annoying and not the not that they were yeah. women per se. That's more what I heard. Uh, yeah, I hope it. that it's just that uh, it's annoying voice acting and yeah, more than more than what I was actually reading on the page. Is it couch co-op? I don't know. Oh, I think we didn't get it because it wasn't. Because me and my wife and I were really excited, but we and it was a budget it. title. Like it was forty dollars. Yeah, probably real. Much. How much did you get it for? I got it for twenty. Oh, I don't mean to change the subject for the fifteenth time, but we haven't talked about Tony Hawk One Plus Two yet. Yeah, yeah. that is also something I was playing. Yeah, me too. Not, not, not the new one. Uh, yeah. I dug through my shelves and pulled out my dusty-ass copy of the PS1 original Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Mm-hmm. Put it in and took me like four or five runs to kind of get my feet back underneath me and then played it three or four straight nights. And I need to still finish the careers with Chad Muska and Elisa Steamer. Mm-hmm. And I will have completed and then unlocked the private, the lady. Mm. I had the remake they made for 360, and I realized that I get a lot of points by grinding. Yes. Like, literally grinding on the rails. So, <laughs> I, I love grinding, apparently. And that's how um, I, cause I was playing it. I was like, why is my score so low? I was like, oh, I'm not good at doing special tricks. Like, I'm not great at that. I am whenever it comes to grinding, but that that's like... Yeah. But, like like I said, the reason I like... Like, one and two are good. Two is great. Three, for some reason, is a blank spot for me. I guess I sw- I skipped it and went to four. We do own three, and I think I backtracked and played it. But four is, like, my favorite. Like, just being able to switch into A, B, C, and D from, you know, different movesets, it's, like, seamless in four. More yeah. so than all the and then the other ones. With one, it's, like, you have two kinds of skaters. Yeah. It's basically a skin swap on which one you use. Until you unlock Officer Dick who is completely, like, middle of the road. He's good at vert, and he's good at street. Yeah. But other than that, everybody is, like, they're either good at vert or they're good at street. Yeah. And once you get to two, like, you have more control. You can make a great street skater good at vert because of the revert and the manuals. Yeah. Like, you can chain a trick from a grind up to a ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then continue the trick. So, like, Two is such a huge evolution from the first one. I love the first one. The first one is super hard. It is very difficult. <laughs> and Man. but once you get good, look, I got look, probably hundreds, if not thousands, of hours I have with that game mm-hmm. because I had the the Pizza Hut demo. Oh and wow! <laughs> y'all remember awesome. the Pizza Hut demo? Kind of. It sounds familiar. You, could, look, right. it, you had it was a two minute. You had there was no objectives. It was a two minute free skate where you were you could just pick Tony. You had the Goldfinger song and the Suicide Machine song, mm. New Girl and Superman. Mm. They would flip back and forth. It was those two tracks, but it was just the first level and you two minutes skate over and over and over. Before I actually had my hands on Tony Hawk Pro Skater One, I was in that demo getting a hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand points. Wow in those runs. So by the time I got the game, I was already amazing. Yeah. I got every game in the series until Underground 1. That was the last one I bought. Why didn't you didn't get Thug 2? I, I, no, I didn't. Wow. You didn't Thug get the Van Margera Jackass one? 
Oh, man. I think I rented Underground 2 with Gamefly. Oh. Because that's how long ago that was. The, the series never... It started getting too stupid with... They kept trying to make Bam Margera and his crew be more upfront with the goofiness and the wackiness and the storyline and all this other crap. Mm. And I just... I stopped caring. You didn't play the two game Or the two or one games after that? I don't know. Because, there's, okay. There's Downhill Jam and another, like... Nope. There was something... Uh, before Downhill ride. Jam, there was, there I was think... Ride. There Tony was Ride. Tony Ride. No, y'all are missing. No, no, no. There was another one. Y'all, y'all are missing two of them. I think there was one called like an eight ball or I don't know somewhere. Yeah, there was one called Proving Grounds. If I remember correctly, yeah. There was one where there was no load times, so you could literally skate from one end of the area to another. That one was fun, but then there was the number eight. And that one had that kid who had his own reality TV show on MTV for a while, but I forget what his name is. That game, I think, was awesome, and nobody played it. They would do this thing where you had to do these certain type of tricks, and you would go in slow motion. So they would actually give you time to work on tricks in it. It was trying to be realistic to how it was to actually becoming a pro skater. Yeah, so they would actually video you doing a set, and then... They'd be like, is this the one you want? You know what I mean? And you could like do it over and over again and be like, is this the one you want to submit to like whatever? Um, so I'm shocked that you never at least played number eight, Nick. That one's really good, if I remember correctly. Uh, it was actually kind of difficult because it was more skill-based. It, was, it wasn't about making a high score. It was well, kind of. It was more about your aptitude to be able to like, like land tricks. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the main series has, like, the hidden tapes and stuff, which are always, like, kind of difficult to get to. Yeah. yeah. And then later on, I think it was Underground, where you had to do a certain trick over a certain gap. Yeah. Like, that yeah. was, like, my favorite thing, because, like, you had to learn. Yeah. Because it, it didn't tell you where the gap was. So yeah. You had to, like, learn the environment. Man, I don't know why. I just, I fell off because of all the interstitial nonsense. Yeah, I, I understand why people don't like Thug 2, but the games after it were pretty solid. And I'm, I'm upset that no one really played them but me, because I own, like, every single Tony Hawk game I, like, had to. Even though I'd play them for two weeks and never play them again sometimes. Um, but, uh... <laughs> I, I, I devoured those freaking games. Uh, there was this one, I think it was on Thug, where you had to, like, go out on a beach and get on one of the poles, and you had to spin around it for, like, a minute straight doing a specific trick. And mm -hmm. I remember trying to do that for, like, hours. And then I'd hit it, and you'd get the trick. You'd get the, like, the, the special trick. And then you're spinning, and you're like, please, please go. And then you had to land it, I think. I don't yeah, know. Maybe you, you did. did I, and I was like, oh, man, I don't know how I'm going to do this because you're by the water. And if you jump in the water, you ruin the trick. So, yeah, it was... That's what I remember I, I, trying to do. I, I don't know if it was one or two. and Like, if it was Doug one or two with New Orleans. Yes, it was... I thought that was two. Might have been two. Because I remember yeah. Bambi in that one. I, I remember, like, one of the, the objective tricks was, like, some gap off of a Mardi Gras float. And it was, like, it was such a precise... Yes. 
thing to do. And I'm like, man, I'm, I was just getting aggravated. Yeah, maybe, that, the, the maybe New Orleans killed me on the, uh, <laughs> yeah. on the series. I remember one of them was just jumping in the big margarita. I remember. <laughs> it wasn't even a trick. It was like, just jump in there. And I think that's why I was stuck, too, because it was more about tricks. But my favorite one was playing as Wee Man on a, on a horse with a motor on it. <laughs> You'd, like, zoom up in the air and... Like, break a bunch of records doing all these tricks. That was kind of fun. I'm surprised, Nick. I expect I'm, ex- I'm excited for these remakes, but I won't know until I actually have it. If it's mechanically the same as one and two, great. Because I watched that last Tony Hawk run, and I'm like, oh. You mean Tony Hawk 5 that came out? Yeah, that last one. That looks bad. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was very bad. Everyone who played it was I don't disappointed. Want, I don't want this game to run like that, man. Yeah. I mean, the remake I have for 360 runs solid, so if they're just basing it off of that. Because Tony Hawk has had a, had a rash of negative, like I said, like Downhill Jam and then Tony Hawk 5, you know. Um, and Ride. And, and Ride, oh, with the board. I'll, I wish I owned the board. I'm, they were going for, like, pennies. I wish I just would have grabbed one. You could probably go get one at Goodwill today. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Where's your dumpster? Oh, there's the... There <laughs> Sweet. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm, me too. I'm just, it's in September. I'm just hoping they continue. I want a 3 and 4. I want a Thug 1 and 2. I actually want 7 and 8, Proving Grounds, and the other one, because I want you to play those. And I hope they actually just remake them all, because I would own all of them and play them all again. Yeah, if they did Thug 1 and 2, I would buy that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that they, they put the old skins. Yeah. Did you see, like, they, they rescanned all the skaters to where they, they look ancient. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Yeah. It's awesome. I can't believe, like, I, I actually watched, I've been watching a lot of Tony Hawk stuff because we both did play it. And, like, he's still skating at 50, man. It's crazy. He's still learning new tricks, too. He's, I mean, it's shocking. And he, I watched him do a tutorial on how to do, like, heel flick and the front flip and like just vert skating it's really crazy yeah, I, like something came across my feed the other day it was it was he was interviewing a bunch of people from the old games oh yeah i didn't watch that yet but i saw that clip and uh like he's interviewing like burnquist and kareem campbell and then he gets to eric costin and he has not aged wow. he still looks like <laughs> eric costin from wow. 20 years ago yeah man those guys are my heroes because like i'm a punk rock fan and oh yeah all the bands that I was listening to were on these freaking soundtracks. Yeah. Like, we go to Blockbuster and rent Pro Skater 2, and, oh, my God, there's a Lagwagon song on the soundtrack. Like, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> like, I was I was in the culture, and it was just showcasing the people and things that I liked back then. Yeah, I think that was the only time, I, like, early on that I listened to punk music was through the Tony Hawk games. And actually, the game that got me into Tony Hawk was a game called like Street Skater with an eight in the middle. Yeah. And it had punk music in that too. And that one kind of preceded Tony Hawk or was a copy of it. But I was at a friend's party and they were playing and I was like, what the heck is this? And they're like, oh, it's Street Skater or whatever. Yeah, we played it all night, just listened to the punk music in it. And then when Tony Hawk came out, I bought it immediately. Well, so, I had the pizza demo for a while before it came out. Nick, so have you ever heard of that game or know of that game? That yeah, I've, I've heard of it. Okay. I don't know if it came before or after. Yeah, me neither. But I, I just remember it existing. So I think it was an EA game. Really? I think so. Huh. 
What was that game that came out that was a skating game? It was the only one between like now and when Thug was good. Skate. Skate. Because it was known for its bugs, not for how fun it was. And I would watch like hours of videos of the bugs in that game and how freaking hilarious. Was it Skate? Yeah, because that. It was like Skate 3 like that. Yeah, because that's EA too. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was, it was so funny. Oh, man. That game was like, it was all about the technicality. It wasn't yeah. about stringing combos together. It was about landing, like perfect landings and yeah. picking the right line for your tricks and stuff. Yeah. It was like a skate simulator, not a, not an arcade game. I know what I'm watching after this. What are you watching? Skate 3. That's great. <laughs> I might do that too. We're going to watch Downton Abbey. Boo. I mean, I don't know. I have agreed to watch it from the beginning with my wife so she can watch the movie. Mm. Wow. Mm. Speaking of, because of the corona, all of Marvel's cinematic universe has been pushed back six months. I didn't realize that every single movie they were releasing was pushed back to the half part of the year compared to where it originally was supposed to be. Well, I mean, they kind of had to because... Like, the only one that wrapped filming was Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that they canceled Deadpool 3? Yeah. I'm not happy about it. Well, they're not going to release it as a Marvel film. They're going to release it as a... Box. Yeah. What do y'all mean, a box? Fox. It's just like like Fox Searchlight. Like, it'll just be a Fox film. No, but I heard they're not making it at all. No, they're going to make it. They'd be oh. stupid not to make an easy 200, 300 million on a Deadpool sequel. But like, I assumed that with Multiverse of Madness, that's how they're bringing Deadpool in. If you're restarting X-Men, it doesn't make sense to have Deadpool from that old continuity. And I thought no, that and, if you can multiverse But it, it also then, doesn't make sense. Like, New Mutants still isn't out. Oh, I forgot about that. That movie was filmed three freaking years ago. Yeah. Wow. So is it that they're adding stuff to it, and, and that's why they keep pushing it back? I haven't heard of refilms. I haven't heard of re-edits. That can be the bridge film. Mm-hmm. They have it. That can be the one that ties these things, these two universes oh, together. I didn't hear about this. That's interesting. Why push it back further and further and further if that's not part of the plan? Because it's a terrible movie. <laughs> it, doesn't look, it doesn't look terrible. If it's a terrible movie, shelve it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it's put because it on, people on there are Plus. famous. I mean. Sell it to Netflix. Like, do something with it. It's just, it'll be part of the lexicon if this, like, it, four months from now, it's pushed back again. Like, it can be the bridge. Yeah. Like, that movie can be the bridge if they do it right. Yeah. Um, but they won't. I, I would prefer if they started fresh with X-Men. Because I want to see how Marvel treats it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost went off on uh, what's her face, Captain Marvel again, but she's just so uncharismatic. I just, just don't. I like, like the movie. I like Samuel Jackson in the movie. Um, I like that she went to Louisiana in the movie. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> um, I just, I just can't stand that her like her vision of what cool is isn't. I, I just don't. I don't believe her. She's no Tony Stark. So. 
They're never going to be as many. Yeah, but even like even Hemsworth and other people, even Paul Rudd to a certain extent, brings something where I can relate to them. And I'm like, Scarlett okay, Johansson okay, okay. even. Scarlett Johansson even. I'm looking forward to the Black Widow movie. Looks Hemsworth, great. Hemsworth, that dude was a dud from the beginning. He needed direction to be charismatic. That's true. That first Thor movie, he was, you know, he's just a dumb jock. Yeah. And then Dark World, he's just a dumb jock. Yeah. Like, once he started getting direction. Once a good director got to him. Yeah, once once somebody that knew how to direct comedic timing yeah. got his hands on him, like, he was able to shine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even Banner, too. Like, in Thor Ragnarok, like, Banner was funny. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> What do you know, Jamal? What? What do you know? I don't what know do anything. Know? I have so much I want to say, but I'm just gonna gonna be quiet about it. Not say it. <laughs> okay. So this talking podcast about stuff. <laughs> I guess we're talking about stuff. What are y'all eating today? I already did. David, it's not even lunch yet. <laughs> I know. This is the way of the podcast. Did y'all not notice? No, I didn't. I was super no. hungry. I was eating leftover Chinese food. Oh, oh, that's why you were so quiet. Where did you get Chinese food from? I got it the other night from a place called Ichiban. Oh. Outside of Lafayette. Going for Abbey, though. Not quite Maurice, but kind of next to where that legend is. And uh, Zoo House, that place. Zoo House? Some, yeah, some weird little. Trying to think of Zoo House. Anyway, it's like way down there. By where all the car dealerships are, past the mall. Oh, okay. Yeah, like right before you get Maurice. <laughs> I'm frying fish. Mm. Mm. Well, I made that marsala, and mm. I was lacking a little bit on heat, and I was like this, like I've made it at first. I let it simmer for like thirty minutes, and I was like, "There's something missing." Then we had leftovers. And when I ate the leftovers, the flavor just exploded in my mouth. And I was like, oh, when you make something with this many complex flavors, you need to let them sit and kind of build together a little bit. Yeah. So That's why the gumbo rather the next day. Yeah. It was it's it is very similar to gumbo because I watched six to eight videos on how to make Marsala just from YouTube. And that's how I learned how to make it. And it was just that. And then every single person had a different recipe because there's chicken tiki marsala and there's also buttered chicken marsala. I made a mixture of both where, like I said, I did half olive oil and half butter yeah. uh, because uh, they use something in Indian culture called ghee, which is basically just like a concentrated butter, technically. So oh, Yeah, I've noticed that Alton Brown is talking yeah. less sugar on that. But the way you put yogurt on chicken and then let that marinade was so strange, but it tasted... The chicken is the juiciest. Because I had it marinating for 24 hours. It was it was like the best chicken I've ever tasted in my life. It was so good. And now anytime I cook chicken, I marinate it now. I don't I don't yeah. care what it's for. I either marinate it in water or now with the yogurt or in any... Like, I have to marinate it for at least three hours before I use it. Um, yeah. Just to get that lock in those juices from it, but yeah, man, I highly suggest y'all try it. I mean, it's kind of complicated. 
Because you need, you know, like tomato paste, yeah, tomato sauce. Yeah, a lot of ingredients. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yogurt's kind of weird, putting yogurt on that, but also I got heavy cream. So the mixture of the red sauce and the, the heavy cream is what makes it like orange and pink. Yeah, the longer you let it sit, the better it's going to be. And just eating that with rice. I didn't make naan or anything. I was like, yeah. uh, I could have. I just eating it with rice. I was addicted. We because we had leftovers the next day, and it was I destroyed it, and I to Ooh. to my detriment. I like finished it. I was like, oh. I was like dying. I like, oh man, it was so good. So yeah, I, uh, I suggest you try it. Once. picture. Casey saw the picture you posted on Facebook, and she was like, "What is he tired of not having diarrhea?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, it didn't give me diarrhea. Huh. Yeah, awesome. I put a lot of turmeric in it. Apparently, that helps with inflammation and stuff. I actually made rice, and I also put turmeric in it, so that might have helped, maybe, but I was trying to make Indian rice as well, because there's some yellow rice that they make, which has turmeric, butter, and just, like, salt or whatever in it, <laughs> um, and then there's a different kind where you cook down onions, and then until yes. they're, they're black. That's and the one you, I'm familiar Like, yeah. Yeah, and I wanted to try it, but I'm like, I don't know how sure I am about cooking rice on, like, a stove yet. Because I just oh, I put everything in a rice cooker and let it do its thing. So I'm so afraid of crunchy rice. Like, I just don't want that to happen. That's use why I'm use medium grain. Medium grain is easier to cook on the stove top. Oh, and I also found out that if you let rice sit in water for like an hour, that's when it actually gets longer. I mm -hmm. did not know. So I actually did that, too. I actually um, let it sit for a while. So, okay. Remember I told you that I've been making sushi bowls? Oh, yeah. Well, those are a big hit in my house. But I, I'm a Cajun, so I had Cajun knives, Cajun tools, Cajun utensils, Cajun accessories. All right. So uh, last week, Casey's on Amazon, and she's like, what kind of thing do we need? So she was looking at nori sheets. So she ordered a bunch of nori sheets. And oh, she no. ordered a bamboo roller. Oh, yeah. But it's, but it's, sil but it's silicone. Oh. So I can, get it, I can get it wet. And she ordered a nine-and-a-half-inch sushi knife. Mm. Because I've been making cucumber matchsticks by hand with my big dumb Cajun knife. Mm. But, so I'm going to have a sushi knife. I have bamboo roller, which is silicone. I got nori sheets. I got cream cheese. I got cucumbers. I got crab meat. I got all the tools I need. Mm. I'm going to be making sushi, not just sushi bowls, no cheating. And I make, I make the spicy mayo for, like from scratch. I mean, oh, that's awesome. Make like a Cajun. I made a batch of that. Cajun mayo. <laughs> yeah. And I want to, uh, I'm going to try, like next time I go to Walmart, see if they sell eel sauce. Are you going to, because I know this is at some places, are you going to deep fry any of your sushi? I don't like the fried sushi. Really? I have not eaten one that I like. David? The closest one that was pretty good was there was a there's a crawfish sushi at at the place in Jennings. Mm -hmm. When like that one's not bad, it I just don't like it because it's tempura batter. It's too much. It's too, too much batter. Yeah, with the the rice and the vegetables should be the star of the show, not the. I don't know. Well, that's why I think you should make like something that's more meat focused and then deep fried and see what. Because I want to know what the, the juices are like if you, if you, especially if you're doing balls. Basically, boudin yeah. balls are right. Well, boudin balls do have rice in it, but yeah. you know, um, wondering what. But I want, I want to try to get like some smoked salmon and mm. some like fine tuna or something. But she's not going to eat it, but I'll eat it. Man, the, some of my favorite sushi rolls are, are crawfish rolls, actually. Yeah, like spicy crawfish. 
but I wasn't. I like the one it. they they have some now that it's like it's there's like finely diced mixed oh. with that spicy mayo, mm. and it's like turned into a paste, and then that's in the that's in the world. Mm. That sounds good. I haven't had sushi in like three months. <laughs> I miss sushi. Well, that's, we've been having those. I've been making those sushi bowls, and it's like it scratches an itch. But I'm like, we couldn't find nori sheets, so we got the nori chips, and I would oh. just like rehydrate them and like cut them up into little strips oh. and layer it in the bowl. So like you yeah. had some in every bite. Yeah, hey, you're making me hungry. I have to go eat some food. I don't know what I'm eating. I actually don't know what I'm eating today. I wanted to cook more Marsala because I'm just, I, I can't stop thinking about it. It's one of the best things I've ever made in my entire life. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was going to ask David if you wanted me to cook it when you come down. Oh, man. But I know there's a bunch of places you want to eat at when you get here. No, but I don't want to eat out every single night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, well, I, I don't know. I'm frying fish for lunch, and then tonight I'm making tacos. Ooh. Fish I'm tacos? Also off tomorrow. I could have took this whole week off, actually. Yeah, I you probably should have. Oh, we're going back to the office. Tuesday, I'll be my first day back in the office Yay. since this whole shenanigans started. Are you looking forward to it? Are you scared? or? No, I'm looking forward to it. Like they, the way that I work for a state agency, of course. So like, there's protocols. Yeah. Um, Like they're only we're only gonna work half, like half capacity. Like I work Tuesday, Thursday in the office, and there's only gonna be six of us. So like in my like my actual corner of the office, like corner of the building, there's two of us, and we're like ten feet apart. So like in the whole building, we'll be six people. Yeah. And the next day, the other six will go in. Okay. So on and so forth. As of Wednesday, I finished my last certifications for the level one. Awesome. And I, I'm working on level two stuff now. Amazing. Yeah. I'm working on the procedures of using a nuclear density nuclear density meter. Ooh, it sounds explosive. <laughs> or, no, even worse. That's the bomb. (laughs) (laughs) This was a pretty decent episode. We hit a bunch of topics. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to call like something that we did. James, James, Tony Hawks and foods. Yeah. Games Mm. we're, we're playing and are interested in. Expect much of yourself and little of others. <laughs> that's your fortune. That's your what? fortune cookie fortune. Man, that's bleak. Jamal, I don't expect anything from you. <laughs> don't. I'm not doing anything for your arrival. I'm gonna put a trash bag on the ground and oh, I, I, we may want to. Yeah, let's do the podcast and then we and David will talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Eat more sushi. See yes. you next time, dear. Bye bye. Love you consensually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done loving you.